0: You are listening to Claret and Blue, an Aston Villa podcast brought to you by Birmingham Live. Good evening. Welcome back to the Claret and Blue podcast. We've run into some major connection problems this evening, so much so that so much so much that Ashley Priest looks like John Townley. Um, John, how are you, mate? You okay?
1: Yeah, um, I'm as best as I can be after that, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's... Uh, it's a grim evening, isn't it, really? I'm at my mum and dad's house, so, you know, we, it's actually my mum's birthday in a couple of days, so there's a lot of people here that are having a little bit of a party for. I'm not going to be on this long, because what, what's the point? No one wants to talk about whether they're losing 2-0. Uh, Ash has just joined the live stream, by the way, and I can see him in a car park, um, so I'll let him put his headphones on or something, and maybe we'll have a three-way chat instead. Yeah, that's um, but while well, he's kind of sorts himself out and see whether he can hear or somewhat what the connection's like, uh, Ash, I can see him putting his headphones in there. We'll see what happens in a sec. Sorry, Ash, I'll, I'll pull you in in a minute to see if it worked. Uh, John, your thoughts first on the line off. What did you think when you saw the line-up at two o'clock?
1: Um, some of it was a bit unexpected, I thought. Obviously, uh, Ollie Watkins and Danny Ings, and that was probably the main talking point um, from this squad. Uh, Douglas Lewis as well, playing. I mean, not playing. Jacob Ramsey playing. Mm. Um I was a bit surprised at both of those. I thought the rest of the team was about right. I didn't think. Um, I mean, sorry, I thought Conce would probably start too, which he did. Uh, although, I, personally, I thought Jamie should have been starting. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, apart from Watkins and uh, Jacob Ramsey, was about, as we expected. I don't, didn't think Wendy was um, going to be involved. Obviously, he had the injury as well. But in general, yeah. I think he was fully fit. I don't think we would have seen him for 90 minutes anyway. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, even like your Danny Ings and uh, Ramsey, I don't think they've really taken the shirt. Um, No one really impressed, did they? So, starting 11 is almost a bit irrelevant. I think Gerrard's again, after every single game, we almost have more questions than answers now. And that was the same for pre season. And that was the first Mm. game of the season. Um, The proper thing. And we're still sort of, um, yeah, looking for answers.
0: Ash, can you see us? Can you hear us okay? Yeah, loud and clear. You got me loud and clear. Yeah, yeah, in a car park. Love to see it. Uh, mad connection problems, much like the Villa line-up today. Can't can't connect to pass. Can't connect to cross. I mean, I've got a caveat this week. I watched the first half. I missed the first goal, thanks to the dodgy stream. Just said to John before he came on, it's my mum's birthday and we're having a party at my mum's house. And I've come on this to do this. So I'm doing 15 oh, minutes. And I'm, and I'm going, because why should I talk about that? Yes, devil? why should um, you? Why are we crossing so many balls like that? I mean, this is going to be all over the place. The crossing was horrific, and. It's not even something that we've done that much of, and it? it's something like twenty-three crosses, and we connected two of them or something. What, like, what a waste of time that is!
2: What's the what's this Villa identity? Ollie Watkins was about the other day. The, the, the identity, but um, yeah, listen, it was bad day at the office. Um, it just mirrored what, what what we've seen last season at Watford, didn't it? Really, you got you got you got to quiet the crowd down early on, and um, don't don't allow them to get the tails up. And pff, they fell into the trap. Villa did just one hundred eighty seconds, was it? If that. Uh, yeah not good enough and lumping balls up to Danny Ings doing him no favours either so uh, yeah I don't know what this identity is and what what they're trying to do Gerard was quite not happy but but content with the way Villa played in terms of possession and getting into good areas but the lack of creating I don't know I don't know
0: we've lost two I mean we've got to kind of caveat this again with it's a first game I'm I'm not going to write off a 37 game season based off one 90 minute performance but you know, you make comparisons about how, how important a fast start is to, to the season. And last year we saw the same with losing the first game against Watford. The Comparison I'm thinking of is last season, Arsenal started the season terribly, a bit of a joke club, bottom of the league or in the bottom three or whatever. This season they've made good signers in pre-season. They've had a good pre-season. And last night against um, Palace, they came out, dominated, won the game. Happy days. The bit before dominating the first game and winning, sounds like Villa, good pre-season, signed good players. We come out concede see it after 90 seconds and look lethargic. Can't play for can't play for 90 minutes, can't play for 45 minutes. And you know, as much as we can say Gerald's got to have time and he's had his own pre season and signed his own players, what is different to last season?
2: We all believe the hype, don't we? We always believe the hype. and that's a problem. But uh fell into the trap today. A lot of the reporters here, didn't see that coming, I didn't see it coming. I said on Friday, 3-0, easy, light work. Yeah, for and Bournemouth, said, yeah. Yeah, well it was nearly near enough. But uh We've sucked into the hype, aren't we? A lot has been made this summer and the trans- transfer business that's been done. But if you've the, basics, it, really? you ain't got the basics in it really, ain't got that fight and that dog in your and you, you you gotta mix it with the best of them. Bournemouth did that today. They mixed it, Play players a real team. Got on you. got in your faces, you gotta do the dirty stuff when you're away from home, especially on the opening day against the a newly promoted side. And yeah, lots of lots of finger pointing. Yeah. Very disjointed villa team today. First half awful. That midfield, they gradually grew into it, but it's too late then. And Gerard's flipping the system at half-time, changing it. Um And, yeah, set-pieces as well was a big issue. It was a big issue last week in When almost scored a few from, from set-pieces, headers, and scored two from today, Bournemouth. So they need to sharpen up, sharpen up on that. Austin McPhee needs to do a bit, bit more work behind the scenes there. And, yeah, all over the place. It wasn't very good today at all. And, yeah, Gerald can can say oh yeah it was okay parts but no not good enough from our standards and where we want to get to i don't know what you made me john not good enough was he
1: yeah i just incredibly frustrating i feel like personally i'm usually quite content like last season when we lost to watford it was like okay you know free two is what it is they're going to be yeah us. to me there was no excuse today that those bournemouth players were obviously up at us but that's what that's all they were going to bring that that's mm. without being disrespectful to them we're, we're quality above and then some like genuinely like the 3-0 prediction that Ash said, you know, usually I would be the same, like, oh, no, this means that we're not going to win. But we should be winning 3-0. Like, we should yeah. be. No excuse. And to be fair, I do agree with Gerard. Um The quality that we did have in the final third and, you know, the final ball was poor. Um, but ultimately, that we were playing in front of them the whole game. There was no movement. There was no There was no incisions. There was no... I can't remember a goal-scoring opportunity. I think Danny Innes had the best chance in the first yeah. last draft that we conceded, I think it was. But I'm mainly just frustrated because everything was building to this all of pre-season. Ever since Jared walked through the door, like day one, we knew that this first game was going to be the first, you know, first day of when we were really going to judge Gerald, I would say. And Gerrard himself has said no excuses. Now we've made all the signings. We've made all of them really early. They've all bedded in. There's there's no excuse now and to go and play like as we did. Yeah, kind of pathetic, really. And You don't like bringing that sort of negativity in the first game, but... I think the whole sort of fan base
2: is just lot, really great. A lot of these men are not playing Tyrone Minsk today, that organisation. We so much into that. Is that always on the card? Big talking point.
0: See, I don't think Conter was the right decision. I thought it would have been Chambers. He looked the most impressive in pre-season, but there's some quotes from, I think some from BBC WM, Joe kind of saying like, you know, when Tyrone looks him in the eye and says he's ready to play, I'll play him. It's like, well, oh, that's... That is a like needling comment to make. I don't think that many fans will, will like that. Even as much as people will sit here and kinda of say Mings isn't good enough and probably happy that he wasn't in the starting eleven. To kind of dig out your your former captain like that after you've just lost doesn't doesn't sit right with me. Um losing the captaincy is one thing. You then give the vice captaincy to the centre half that's replaced him, who's not played for us yet and doesn't speak English. And then you're coming out after the game saying, Oh, Tyrone's gotta kinda of prove he's ready to go there might be more things going on behind the scenes, but I don't like that. I, I, that's not, you and me talked to Ash in the week about how much we trust in Gerard and the Gerard project and all these kind of things. And I said, I liked him as a character and an individual and the standards he sets. But throwing your former captain under the bus like that, hmm, it's not for me that.
2: No, yeah, well, yeah, I think kind uh, of hindsight's a good thing, but it would have been interesting if, Okay, I've took, I've took the band off you today, Toro, well, this, this summer, Toro, come on then, you start for me now, and uh, mm-hmm. keep your shirt, and try and get a reaction out of him that way, instead of just dropping him like that, so hindsight's a good thing, um, and yeah, my with, with Toro's leadership skills, and having a new signing next to him, who doesn't speak much English, Diego Carlos, that could have been the way to go, but like you say, it's all, all hindsight, isn't it, i happened. I'm pretty happy with the back line when, when he got announced. No no, no surprises, John said. So, yeah, Toro's an interesting one. Whether he comes in next week, I'm not sure. Yeah, it's an interesting one. His comments on him as well. Um, and quality in the final third. We've got Brendia, obviously, coming in the second half. Coutinho, I must be mad at his quality. Everyone knows that. Uh, Bayley, player on form. Are you are talking there? talking millions of pounds worth of talent there. We've been around and done it. So, why isn't he picking in that final third?
0: I've, like I said, I don't know whether you were on Ash by then, but I watched a dodgy stream. I missed the first goal, watched the first half after that. I mean, I missed the first 90 seconds. I watched the full first half besides that. Didn't see any of the second half, unfortunately, but it sounds like, oh, you know, that's quite a good thing that I didn't see. Um, I've seen some... A lot of the time, I would say overreaction on social media, and there's a little bit, bit of that. We're saying, just you know, sack the manager and stuff like that. I don't agree with that quite just yet. Okay. There's a lot of like that was pathetic, that was awful, like serious kind of words. It wasn't just like a, oh, that's a poor result. We could have scored a couple on another day. That sounded like a bad, bad game. And you know, if this was, I mean, we all, we said before, uh, a newly promoted side is a bit of a banana skin, but this isn't Nottingham Forest at the City Ground that's bouncing after 23 years with 13 new signings. This is Scott Parker making excuses for a championship squad in the Premier League who isn't ready. And they beat Aston Villa 2-0. Aston Villa that we're all saying could, could finish eighth, finish seventh, win a trophy. That's yeah, a long it's way t- to go. There's 37 seven games to go. If we beat Bournemouth 3-nil, we'll be sitting here sitting on here going, Oh, Champions League, here we come. But it sounded like it's not just about the result there today. That sounded like a bad, bad performance. Is that right, Ash? Yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah. Um
2: much cohesion there. Look at the team full of strangers. Obviously, we had the new two, two new lads in. Then you're flipping the system, trying to chase the game as well. I think it was 4-2-4 at one stage at the end. Gerard chucking Archer on. Yeah, it's all too little, too late. But yeah, once once Bournemouth got the towels up, attacking, played well, defended well and frustrated Villa. And Yeah, you you can't start as sloppy as that was. You're up against it from the off. So, yeah, really, really, really disappointing. I thought Villa were better than that after last season as well at Watford. I was there at Watford last season. Carbon copy today, that first 10, 10 minutes. Getting the crowd up as well can't happen, so um, very foolish, yeah. Yeah, it didn't play well at all, to be fair. Like I say, that, that English chance in the first half that's all I can remember, really. Little pot shot at goal, other than that, yeah, really, really bad day at the office. And hopefully, next week we need to bounce back at Everton, full lives there, expectant crowd. Um, <laughs> they need a reaction, so yeah, we're getting bored of it now. Hopefully, hopefully it clicks into place.
0: And we talked about pressure and Spongerod in our in our pre season preview and saying that it's a bit I said anyway, it's a bit of like a needle in time that season tickets have gone up and you know there's an expectation on for this season. You want to go there and you want to see us win games. We we're talking about going there and winning 12 home games. You set a bad standard by losing the first game to Bournemouth. Let's face it, probably going to get relegated I and mean, we we might look stupid come May, but they're probably one of the worst sides in the league uh, with the squad they've got currently. But for them to look the dominant side against us, for us not to really to create anything, not have any proper identity, as I said, I'm not going to write off the season just yet and I will we'll change our tune next week if we win. But oh, that is a worrying performance. Um, John, how did you assess it? Because I know in that pre-season preview, we disagreed in terms of Watkins and Ings. Yeah. So Ings starting today, I kind of backed that. I thought Ings would get quite a, quite a lot of minutes and might almost be the main manor as the number nine, the number nine on his back as well. Um, which didn't work, did it? It doesn't look like we're doing anything, just hit and hope.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's a tough gig for any sort of strike at the moment with Villa because I think they're lot the productivity, we've got the place to do it, but there doesn't seem to be that sort of that link between the midfield and the attack. I think going, going forward, I actually think we're quite solid. I'll say that after we've lost 2-0 to Bournemouth, but it's a set piece, which I don't think is fully reflected on the back four and Kamara. Um and the, the second goal obviously wasn't great, but you but you know, which would chase the game going forward, there doesn't seem to be any cohesion. I think that's where we look disjointed. Um against Bournemouth again. I think Gerard said that like, the reason why we're not taking points from the game is because we can't create and we can't score goals. Like Again, this is a team that Parker said in the week like it is weaker than when they got promoted. Um, they're struggling for defenders. I think they had like two senior defenders in the back four. Um, just a really poor showing from Villa. Um, and again, at the end of the season, this is something that we're looking back on. After just one game, we already know that this is a game where it's like, oh, you know, that's three points dropped as it was with Watford. Um, it's almost like a little scar, and it's we're literally ninety minutes into the season. Um, but yeah, on the strikers, I think Watkins orings uh, uh, Watkins. I don't think wins us the game today. I don't think Danning's didn't um, you know he didn't have a bad game um, for the service that he had. I think he's, uh, he say carved out one opportunity, maybe a second. Um, but yeah, it's a tough gig for any of those forwards at the moment. You know, Coutinho needs to do more for me again. Like we've got so much of the ball, I don't understand how how can these top quality players not take take the ball move it you know pass move make um make space make opportunities because this isn't a bournemouth team as you say this is not a rocking city ground or we're playing um you know fulham for example today against Liverpool, we were really good um but you can understand why to an extent but bournemouth again no disrespect but you know come on it needs to be better um and that has to start next week uh you know i think again down in that pre-season uh preview that we did i, I was saying that the pressure probably isn't on from the start it's more of a you know we know where we're going to end up and we need to give it time, but you're looking at the fixtures that we've got already and that's not something that you want to be doing, but after a tunnel defeat to Bournemouth, you kind of, how, how else do you reflect on that? You're on mute, Dan.
0: say Sorry. I'm in a mirror. Um, Talked about Coutinho, Ash. There's a lot of talk about Coutinho versus Wendy. It can only be one of them. A lot of fans saying, What's Wendy got to do got to do to get a game? Flip side of that is you almost think, It's Philippe Coutinho. Like he's got to play. And then he does absolutely nothing. And I, like yeah. I said, I, I watch it on a stream, so I've, maybe my judgment is clouded a bit, but I'm thinking, This is your time to shine, mate. It's the first day yeah. of a new season. You, you're yeah. here for a permanent signing now. You're the main man. Gerard absolutely loves you. Sit there, um, uh, sit in there, make things happen, win the game for Villa. And yep. like I said, I've not seen the second half, so maybe he got better, but what's Coutinho doing? Yeah, he's picking
2: the ball up too deep. Um, yeah, not not showing it really. I know it's, no excuses, like John says, that's, that's, the, that's the buzzword at the moment. No excuses, because Coutinho's had a full summer now. He's had a full pre-season behind him. He played a lot of games when he came in on loan. I think he started 16 of 19 games under Gerrard when he came in. So huge sign of faith again today. I think Gerrard That's what Coutinho... In the post-match and uh, about where did you see Coutinho as a tenner or a left? And it's a bit, bit of a snappy comment from Gerard. I think I know. I think I know Philippe as a player, don't you? So yeah, clearly frustration on Gerard's part. Uh, Coutinho, yeah, just, yeah, picking the ball up too deep today, and it played like a played like a friendly. Some of them for that first twenty minutes, very laboured and very very casual. So a big wake-up call, reality check. You can't have. You can't. Can't coast through five minutes. You've got to be on it. So, Brendan chomping at his heels now to to get some match involvement from the start. There'll be huge cause for Brendan to start next week, given all the the noise on social media. And yeah, Brendan's done enough to start now. He's he, he looks busy when he comes on. Okay, he can come off him today in the second half. But um, yeah, Coutinho, big five under Gerard, isn't he? We'll see. We'll see how that plays out. And it needs need to show
0: more. Yeah, you say like Brendan's done enough to start, but. I mean, the simple answer is Coutinho is not doing enough to start. Yeah. So it shouldn't matter that, but that is kind of chomping at his ankles, ready to go. Coutinho's not doing enough anyway. It could be anyone that replaces him.
2: Yeah. Could be, yeah. Totally. Um, Let's we'll see the team shit next week. Has Coutinho done enough to start against Everton at no, home? Probably not, but will, will Gerard probably play? Him? Probably. Um, I think he's sticking in. I think he's, he backs in that much, you know, Dan. Um I think he'll stick with him. So, a bit of frustrating when he's. He needs to show. It he needs to start showing it on a more regular basis, as opposed to the little, one good, good game here and then having five weeks up and then showing it again. So, more, no more consistency. For, more consistency from Coutinho. That's a big, big thing we need to take into the next few weeks.
1: I think it's for strange as well because we know, like, this isn't a, a Brazilian player that's come out of the Spanish league like last season. This is Philippe Coutinho, like one of the most expensive footballers in, like ever. We know that he can put not just five games together, but like five. Yeah, I have like two seasons of Premier League football of like one of the best players in the league. So that's why I'm so frustrated as well because it's not. like I don't understand how we can come off the boil and then come back on it and then it doesn't really make sense to me. So that's why I'm more frustrated because you almost feel like when you take him out, oh, we're missing Coutinho. You need to play him because he's Coutinho. But then you watch him against Bournemouth and he's got the beating of all those defenders, but then he doesn't show it and he's not in the game. And then do you blame other players because they're not giving him the ball. It's mm. a bit of a dilemma, but so. It's, that's what Gerard's paid um to do get those decisions yep. right. He needs to them. Um, yeah, starting with Everton.
0: What was the the mood like in the press rash?
1: Yeah, do
2: yeah, did really, yes. Gerard was really frustrated, I didn't want to press him too much. Um but yeah, he was really frustrated, very annoyed, didn't really like he was six minutes in total, in and out. Um asked him about Sanson as well, giving that cryptic message. Uh, I said, what's that about with Morgan? Not involved today. He said he was fit. He goes, yeah, he was fit. There's more decision to pick him tonight. So something's happening there, whether he, I'm not too sure. A bit of a weird message from Samson as the team really dropped earlier. Uh, what else was that? No, They'll have a game penciled in Anfield tomorrow. That's not happening now. It was meant to be like a fitness exercise, get, get more minutes in the, the fringe players' legs. But that's not happening. He said, we've got enough minutes in the legs now. It's about quality we're lacking lacking on, so a bit of a transfer hint there. Needs more quality, wants more quality. Probably in that midfield position, which we bypassed today in that first half. Um, what else has come from it? Uh, yeah. Sorry, Ash,
0: I've got a butt in there because I agree we need we need additions. I don't think the midfield is quite right still. The balance isn't right. But I think you said, John, in the preview, at some point you've got to back the players you've got. Yeah. You can't just keep spending. You're talking Buendia, Coutinho, Bailey, Watkins, Ings. Kamara, McGinn, Ramsey as your front kind of six, and it could be any of those.
1: Embarrassment of riches. Well, they're, well. they're not
0: good enough, are yeah. they? We need another five or six. Like, you've got to start <laughs> getting something out of the players you've got. You can't just keep spending. I know here we might be we might be short in some places, but surely as a coach, you get you get stuff out like of what you've got, no? Mm. Yeah, I totally agree, man. I think we need to see.
2: it. they did tell him? Surprised Morgan Sansa wasn't in the squad today. He's shown glimpses in pre-season for me. He's one who, who would knock knuckle down for you and get stuck in for you. But um, we haven't seen it consistently. He wasn't picked today for the squad. Very telling. Um, there's a few back at the bottom, were there? and whatnot. So. And yeah, Jacob Ramsey, they will today in that first half. Hasn't showed too much in pre-season either. I just wonder if he can really go again. Like okay, did last season. Big ass, that is, you know. That's the challenge for him. He had an outstanding season last season. I'm expecting a bit of a dip-off, if I'm being honest with you, given the, given the stands he set last season. So, so Yeah. Douglas Luiz, he came on. Is there nothing that midfield for you again today? What do you reckon of him? Um, very tough one that midfield for me. Are you happy with the midfield department? You, you, pair? would you be happy to go with that?
1: Yeah, I think. I w- what I would say is that if we are going to buy one position, that is that is it, and then I almost feel like not. But that's not spending one minute for a long time because we say we, everything we have is there, you need to just put it together now. Um, but I do feel like, as I think we said in the previous, almost that position between the forwards and the midfield a bit of a link person there. Yeah, clearly, the isn't going to come out of the team, although Gerard says it's not his position, um, you know. Just because he's a captain, uh, Kamara's obviously not changing. The only position that's up for grabs for me there is that midfield role, uh, uh, sorry, uh, Ramsey role. Well, obviously Louise has been playing as well, but I'm not too sure he can do what exactly what we need. I don't know where Gerard's looking. He keeps saying number eight. Well, that's you know what what, what the reports are that we uh, that we're looking at. Um, but for me, that sort of number ten role between a striker and someone to link, basically. I'm not not too sure why Coutinho can do that or
0: is that is that not Emi Buendia sat on the bench?
1: Exactly. Maybe he can get uh, overpowered physically against certain opposition, I'm not too sure. But again, these aren't Gerard's signings, maybe he wants someone there. Um but these aren't excuses for me. Like that team has to beat Bournemouth convincingly. Um and finish the season in the top half and driven on that performance, that's another fourteenth place finish coming up. Um you know, if we're lucky. So.
0: if we don't I said I don't want to do not want to overreact, but if we don't get some half decent results in the next six to eight games, Joe will be on thin ice. I think I think, I think I think I think fans will turn. I think I think, that, I think that. Six wins have. in twenty four is it? Six wins in twenty four. I think is it ten in twenty nine? I've seen somewhere. I don't it's know. if That's in right. Was, one in There's
1: a lot, of, a lot of different numbers there. So <laughs> if, if,
0: if, we, if we win twelve in thirty eight, one in three, that's not good enough, is it? <laughs> I, no, no. I want in twelve at home. Need a reaction. Games reaction.
2: Games
1: yeah, yeah, game. Game. yeah, they're not.
0: How concerned? Oh, we'll end it quickly because oh, I'm fed up, to be honest. How concerned are you both? Is it an overreaction? Is it a bit of a knee-jerk, or are you seriously concerned with what you have seen today? Go on, Nash, you go first. You were there.
2: A bit of both, really. A bit of both. I think supporters are right to be angered by that. What they've seen. I think Bournemouth had more fight than Villa, and that's that's your basics. That's that's your minimum you require. And Villa didn't. Villa was short in that area today. Um, and, yeah, I think I think the right, fans are right to, to be angered by that, that performance, especially with the, the fans that came down here. today. long while, got three and a half hours on the road yet, mate. So, yeah, nice. Um, but on the other hand, it's the first game. OK, got burnt here today. But next week, big chance to, to bounce back against Everton. Full-out at Villa Park. They'll get right behind the team from the word go. And um, win next week. It starts start to look a little bit rosier. Gerard will probably stream on the squad again and hopefully get to one one or two more in because he, he does want an additional two to come in to bolster the squad. I know the squad's good enough for you guys, but I think he wants one more in at least in that midfield area. So, yeah, it's all on next week. We'll see what we've got next week. Given Gerard's cry for improvement on the home form, we next week. I think today is almost forgotten about. So, I think fans are right to, to be angered today, but we need to see something next week. So, I mean, they're both camps, really. I don't want to overact too much. Um, but yeah, I'm really, really
0: frustrating. a long draw of owner. Cheers. Yeah, I, I agree with a couple of points you said there. We do need, still need a number eight, but beyond that, you can't just be going, "Oh yeah, we need a number ten. We need a striker." You've got yeah, yeah. millions of to. talent there. You've got to, you've got to get the best out of it. Yeah. Um, I, I also agree. If we win next week, the momentum and the atmosphere changes totally. Um, do either of you know off the top? You had the record that Dean Smith had before he was sacked. I know it was ten games, but it was like going back into that. Everyone said, "Didn't it?" Oh, it's six wins in twenty or whatever. But the point is, the owners have set the precedent there. Smith got 10 games, and then they made the decision. So you'd assume Gerald's got the same. You've got one game done already, and you've lost. So you've got nine games now. Show us what you've got. That's how I would assess it. that's what they did last year.
1: Well, I presume so. Yeah, again, this is supposed to be a long-term project, so maybe they'll give more leeway. Um, For me, I'm more concerned just because it's the first game of the season. Yes, Bournemouth. But again, from the start of last season, so at the end of last season up until now, we've had a whole pre-season... None of the questions that I had in terms of identity and style and, you know, with this player and that player, no, nothing's really been answered yet. I've still got as many questions as I had then. I don't think anything's been, like, fixed necessarily, apart from bringing in Kamara or Carlos that presumably makes us more defensively secure. Um, mm. I think answering the question that you asked, uh, Ash, Dan, uh, time will tell if, if this is a problem or not. As um, you just say, next week we'll bounce back, and then you've got West Ham, Man City, Southampton, Palace. Whoa. They're all really tricky games. Um, no, I mean, I, we've just lost two 0 to Bournemouth. No game is going to be easy in the Premier League. We know that, but those are notoriously tricky games. Um, so I think Everton is a bit of a. I really don't want to say much. Must must win. Win. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost it's, not. Lose. It's a uh,
0: yeah. I mean, we said we said exactly the same thing this time last year. You and me after Watford, we said Newcastle first home game. It's already a must-win in terms of atmosphere, because you can't yep. lose to Newcastle. I mean, they were very different back then. Um, they were a relegation sure. candidate like Everton are. Yep. Um so it is for atmosphere. If we lose 2-0 next weekend, Willow Park will not be what we not, not won't be nice. Now I don't want to kind of throw the baby out with the bathwater and just go, yeah, let's get rid of Gerald, forget it. Except that's not really my personality, because like I said I will change my tune if we win the next couple. But today just, just something that's not right. Just it's not some just it's off. I don't know what it is. The comments after. Not
2: nice. Yeah, yeah, very, very very toxic comments on on all the posts and stuff. Very, very... I know we get that a lot from the defeats, but it was very loud today. Um, It's these West Ham and Arsenal games that are coming up for me because we've we've been short against them the last couple of seasons. Hmm. And that's a yardstick. How far have we come on? Yeah, And if, if we're short against them again, I think you start to ask questions. Where are we going here? Why can't we beat the West Ham's and Arsenal's? We want to be want to be competing with these guys, given all the European talk from from, from Christian Perso and all sorts. So it's then end game focus focused on. Obviously, Everton's massive next week, going to Salah's Park. We, we beat them last season in one of Gerrard's first games. Can he back that up again? That'd be a tough place to go. So, yeah, we'll soon see. Proof's in the pudding. We'll see. Pressure's on. Um, like I said, I'm really intrigued to see how we go next week. And, uh, yeah, we'll see where we're at end of August because that might be the good Good time to, to review things, I think, um, given the level of opposition we'll play. So, big, big month for Villa and um, started off with a shocker, hasn't it?
0: Yeah, let's it a day there, because I want to go and have a beer and forget about this mess. Um, John, thank you very much for jumping in uh, last minute. I do appreciate your time. Cheers, John. Um, I didn't think we were going to get Ash today, so, uh, yeah, good to see you've been. Someone in the comments said, Ash, it looks like you've been arrested in that car park with your hands around your back. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, thank you for sorting your connection. I'm coming, up, coming up,
2: well. up our writings.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's not talk about that. Um, gents, thank you very much. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in live on this Saturday evening. We do thank you for viewing as well. And we'll be back with some kind of chat in a week when we've all cooled down a little bit and uh, changed our tune. And yeah, thank you very much for watching. We'll see you again soon. Cheers, lads. Keep
2: the fight. Keep the fight.
0: Thank you for listening to Claret and Blue, and Aston Villa podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, then please do let us know. We love hearing your feedback. We'll be back soon with another episode. But until then, up the villa.